0: All right, this week on One More Pass, we cover the NFL. Obviously, we cover the Titans COVID situation. We also cover the NBA Finals, and we have a great pod, damn it. Rob is not a big fan of the NFC East. Just uh, wait to see why. Y'all ready to go? Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. All right, One More Pass. Let's ride. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast, week eleven. It's already October. We're feeling like a bunch of basic bitches right now. It's fall weather. It's football weather. Guys, how's y'all's weekend been? Joey, you're here. We are very surprised. Broncos won.
1: Broncos won. Uh, they beat the mighty jets of New York. Um, <laughs> it was uh in typical Broncos fashion the last four years. It was terrifying. We were losing at some point And uh But one, it it didn't, I was nervous those last few minutes. I was like, my God, if we lose here, I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. But we won. When you win on a Thursday, you get 10 days to enjoy it. So life, life is
0: tolerable. Nice. Rob, how you feeling, man? I feel good. I feel great.
2: Actually, my team, both my teams won. LSU pulled out a uh, hair by the chinny chin chin win from Vanderbilt, 41 to (laughs) seven. And uh, no, yeah, they, they won, they bounced back, uh, and then i uh, and then watch the Saints. Uh, big surprise, come from behind uh, and beat Detroit <laughs> at Joey's house. We got together and watched, uh, had some wings and pizza rolls and watched a little football. It was nice.
1: That, that For sure. That was probably, I don't know about you, Rob, but that was probably one of the best days of my life. Yeah, it was great. You and I just getting to spend that time together.
2: With and Daisy. That
1: bond. There was just something there, yeah.
2: And, and little Miss Daisy, she finally warmed up to me.
0: Okay. Uh, I must admit, I've never felt like this before in my entire life because like all my friends can totally <laughs> or, or I mean, like, all my friends can vouch for me. Like I've never been a guy that has FOMO, you know, because I mean, like you have some people on the road sometimes, you know, like that are just like, oh, dude, oh, dude, like, do you want to come out and do this? Do you, uh, you want to come out and do that? And, you know, like I'm kind of a guy that just likes to kind of do my own thing for most of the day. Then I'll hang out. That's totally fine. But you know, like, uh, but, uh, but whenever somebody says, Oh man, dude, you're going to miss out, dude, you missed out that that never affects me whatsoever. I've, I've never had FOMO in my entire life, but on Sunday I did, I I did have a lot of FOMO actually, uh, not watching football with, uh, my one more pass bros because, uh, we went to a wedding this past weekend. My brother-in-law got married. Congrats, miles and Emily. But, um, yeah, we're just taking the week just to quarantine and just to make sure that we have nothing because that's what responsible adults should do in 2020. So uh, here we are, but yeah, it was kind of lonely not having the text thread blow up as it normally does because you two were together and I was just sitting by myself. Well, I guess I wasn't by myself. I was with my wife and my beautiful daughter, but at the same time I, I had a bunch of FOMO, but you know, it is what it is.
2: We're together now. So that's, what-
0: yes, we are together now. Uh, one more pass zoom edition from home. So you can follow us Add one more pass on Instagram Add one more pass on Twitter. You can subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Go rate, subscribe, please give us a kind download. That helps us out a lot. I think we have about almost 25 star reviews right now, which is a tab in mind blowing still. So it's still just a long way to go, but you know, uh, we're getting there. So, uh, yeah, Joey, were you on, the road with Scotty McCrary this past weekend or well, I
1: actually, we had four shows, but I, um, uh, I subbed them out cause I, I just wanted to focus on watching football this weekend. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what people are freaking out about. The virus went away at Easter. So, and the U S is undefeated. So let's get, let's get back. Let's get back to touring. No, we were home. But I got to tell you, uh, a crisp, a crisp weekend in October, watching football all day, it was it was a great way to great way to spend it.
0: Yeah, uh, Joey, did you stand out in front of your house and give everyone a big salute as soon as you took off your mask and went back inside with everybody?
1: Well, uh, I, I did give everybody a salute. It was after Denver's win <laughs> on Thursday night over the Jets. Um, but uh, yeah, that video. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll... I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah, we won't get into it. Rob, uh, were you out with Brad Paisley this weekend? Uh, same
2: with Joey. Uh, I, I subbed out because I wanted to spend uh, some quality time and do, do a little yardening, And then Sunday, I uh, watched a little football with my buddy Joey. Uh, so yeah, I just told Ben and Brad just to, you know, uh, just trying to sub and I'll be out next week.
0: Nice. Well, it's the first football weekend of October. I think everyone's feeling good. So let's jump into it. Uh, I think the biggest, uh, story right now, well, I mean, like besides Joey's Broncos winning Joey, actually first off, just stop saying their victory over the jets. Cause it's not really helping them out at all. <laughs> you know, you can just say, Oh, just the Broncos won." That's great. You know, that leaves it up to, you know, like mystery because sometimes people don't know what everyone's schedule is. So Oh, the Broncos. won. Oh, great. No, I guess they're doing pretty well. Oh yeah. They beat the jets. Oh, that, no, that's not good, but yeah, that's a solid point, yeah, but a win is a win. But, um, let's talk about, uh, the first coach firing of the season, four games in, Bill O'Brien gets relieved of his duties. Yeah. Joey called it. Yeah. Joey called it. And, and, and plus I must say that was my first firing of the year. Like, I think I told you guys that, but then I changed it once y'all told me that he was also the GM, I forgot. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, there's not good. I mean, they're definitely not going to release their GM and their coach at the same time throughout the season. But four games in, I guess uh, the, the organization wasn't happy with what they were seeing. So, uh, Joey, do you have any comments on Bill O'Brien getting let go? And plus, I don't think it's a big surprise at all.
1: No, it's not a big surprise. I, I, I don't know about you guys. I think we have talked about this before, but Bill O'Brien just always comes across as the biggest asshole, whether it's in his, in his interviews or the way he seems to run that team. Um, and so it, 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 did not surprise me. Um, I will say I was watching Monday night football last night and they were talking at halftime about his firing. Um, it, it's kind of amazing that they were, I forgot that they were up on the Chiefs in the AOC championship game. And basically they were kind of doing a diagram of him, of his fall from that to now, you know, he kind of went from that and in, in four games to by the way you're fired you're gone um a little bit surprised that they did it so early uh with 12 games still left in the season to me that's kind of the equivalent of, of throwing in the towel um but maybe you know on the other hand maybe it's the kind of thing where you just rip the band-aid off like it it, it was it was bound to happen and um I guess it's just a reminder that there's no one. No one is untouchable when it comes to getting fired. Somebody's going to take the fall. And to give Bill O'Brien credit, in his he did a press conference after he got canned, which is decent of him. Um, and he did seem pretty humble. And he thanked he thanked Houston, and he said, "You know, this is how this business goes." So it seems like he handled it handled it with with class. Um, but man, that's that's rough. If you're a Texans fan, you see. Uh, see Hopkins gone um, uh, and then you see Watson sign that monster deal and then you start off zero and four. And, and now this,
0: uh, wow. Yeah. Rob, what do you think, man? Yeah. I think Joey pretty much
2: covered it. Although, you know, I know he did the press conference, but I, have you guys seen that that video meme that's been going around the guy getting thrown off the plane? And he just, he keeps walking over to the dude that, that he got in a fight with. And he's like, I just want to shake your hand. I want to shake your hand. Oh, that's what God. I would, that's what I imagined. Like, that's what I would imagine him pulling. Who's the, who's the owner? Um, God, what's the, I, again, I cannot remember anyone's name. I just imagine him, you know, going in his office, like, I just want to shake your hand. Um, yeah, I, I think Joey covered it all. I mean, I, I it's just been. You know, it just seemed like there was a lot of promise when they hired him. He talked a big game. He's a, you know, he's a big, tough, gruff guy. And they just, you know, yeah, they had, what, a four or five uh, divisional championships. You know, I, I think trading away Hopkins was, when I when I saw that, I was just like, okay, that's kind of a stupid move. And then you watch, you know, Watson running for his life for the first four games. And it was just like, yeah, it's, it's time. Just pull the Band-Aid off and end it now good riddance I, I don't like the guy i never really have again he, he, he's just kind of gruff and very been very truck with the press and i just don't you know i want to like coaches i want to you know i want to like people and he's just he's never been likable to me so good luck bill go back to go back to coaching college where you can push little kids around maybe that'll work out better for you
0: yeah for sure uh like do you guys think that uh, after the first four games of the season like do you think that like any of the players like deshaun watson or, well, I guess they're really... I mean, he's really their only star player after trading Hopkins away, but do you think that, you know, like after Deshaun signs that big deal, do you think that he has more of a say in the way that the organization should go in terms of coaches and after him seeing what's been going on for the past, you know, four weeks, like, do you think, you know, like after that game, like, do you think Deshaun Watson went in and, and he was just like, hey, you know, or do you think that was just like a conscious decision by the owner to move us separate way? Or do you think like, the uh, players kind of had some say in that too.
1: Watson strikes me as the kind of guy that, um, he kind of just seems to lead by example, seems pretty humble, pretty quiet. Um, if, if I had to guess, I would guess it was, I would lean more towards the side of ownership, just watching him get his ass kicked every single week. Um, and, uh, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like a JJ Watt, you know that that has been the leader of that team for a while. I could see him maybe chiming in, maybe ownership or other coaches going to him, like, "Hey, how do you think this is going?" Um, so m- my guess would be that they they saw what what we all see, um, and it's like you know the the reality is that it doesn't matter necessarily whose fault it is. Is the line not playing as well as they could? Should he not have? Gotten rid of Hopkins, let Hopkins go. All these different things. Ultimately, somebody's head was going to roll, and it's going to be the, it's going to be the coach. Um, and the fact that he's the GM, uh, he actually he ha- he needs to take a little more ownership of that because those are his decisions. Um, the Hopkins, you know, signing Brock Osweiler to a five hundred billion dollar contract that was just garbage, such a horrible idea. Um, so yeah,
2: I think I think the coach GM combo is just a bad. Bad, bad. That's just a, that's just an accident waiting to happen. It just doesn't ever seem, seem like it's worked out well. He probably got fired more for his bad decisions.
0: Right? Yeah, because like that was going to be my next question: is like, do you think this was more of a coaching decision on the field, or do you think it was his role in in the front office being GM in terms of which way was what's the scale balancing more in terms of getting let go? You know, just terrible coaching or just being a terrible GM? I think the, I think the
2: scale probably was starting to tip towards, you know the bad contracts, letting Hopkins go, Osweiler. I think that's probably what started it. I mean, yeah, they definitely, you know, they've had some flashes of, 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 you know, really good play over the past few seasons. But man, when you start getting, when you start messing with people's money, I, I think that's where it really started to, I think that's where it really started to, to tip the scale for them. And I think the McNair McNairs just needed to cut bait. And so, but the great news is now they have Romeo Cornell as their interim coach. He always seems like he's an interim coach somewhere. He's still, he's still alive. So yeah, have fun the rest of the season's Texans fan.
0: Yeah. And uh, do you guys think that the Texans can still make a run for the, the uh, division? I mean, like, do you think that players are going to play harder like after the bill O'Brien departure? Or do you think, you know, they're kind of cap right now in terms of talent? Uh, on the field,
1: uh, I I think there could be a a spurt. You know, maybe they play some in- inspired football for a couple weeks. They they still have a lot of talent on that team. I mean, Deshaun Watson is he's good enough to he's literally good enough to win games on his own. Um, if JJ Watt stays healthy, which is a big if, um, he's he he can change games defensively. Um, but I think they're. I think a lot of, I think they kind of need to be outside those monster contracts. I think they kind of need to be blown up and put back together, which usually seems to take a couple of years. Um, and I agree with Rob, the, the, the GM coach being the same person. It's so rare that that works out. Um, I'm kind of surprised that owners still go for it. And I don't know if it's a, uh, kind of a, 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 these coaches get power hungry. You know, they just want to do it all. I guess you can't blame them for wanting to make more money and do these kinds of things. Um, you know, try to do both jobs. But if you look at the, the really, really successful combinations, there's exceptions to the rule, of course, but it seems like the majority of teams that are, that have success have a great GM and they got a great head coach. Um, so, and also I read that, uh, Romeo Cornell is like the oldest coach in the NFL. I think he's like, I think he's seven seventy three 73 or 74 or something. And he looks younger than me.
0: All right. So we had a game cancellation between the Titans and the Steelers, uh, actually coming out of our hometown Nashville right now, there's been multiple players from the Titans and personnel people that have gotten COVID that is at the point now to where like, I think it's, well, like hopefully it's starting to get controlled now, but, um, we saw the first game get postponed. Like, I guess I shouldn't say canceled, but postponed. So, um, Yeah. I mean, like, how do you guys think that the NFL and these teams are kind of handling the situation right now? Like, do you think we're going in a good direction? Uh, Not so good direction because we saw the chiefs and the Patriots play last night. Cam noon had COVID or I mean, has COVID still and that game still went on. And I think maybe I have an opinion about, you know, what the NFL is doing right there. But I mean, like how do you think the NFL is kind of handling uh, the, the COVID protocol right now in terms of, you know, play, not play, suspend, depending on how many people have it.
2: Uh, I mean, it seems to be, I mean, they're definitely making it, you, you can see they're definitely making it a high priority. I know Sunday morning when I woke up, everybody got the news about the uh, the player for New Orleans, uh, the fullback that got a, posit- a positive test, but it was a false positive. So he they were allowed to play. Um, and obviously they have the testing technology where they can do these, these rapid tests and, you know, and test multiple times to get, you know, make sure they're doing the right thing. I mean, I think they're doing it. I think they're doing it right. I'm seeing more of an issue with, obviously we're, we're learning more every day about what happened with the Titans. You know, I listened to the press conference with Rabel the other day and, uh, you know, he blamed it on the pandemic. Initially, this was last week and not, you know, a breakdown and, and someone not following protocols. And it's like, well, no, of course there's a pandemic going on. You can't blame everything on that. Shane Bowen, the linebackers coach was the first one to test positive. You guys left him behind, but you, they kind of were just very, I think I mentioned that last week and they were kind of like, yeah, yeah, he tested positive. He's staying home. And that was kind of it. And then sure enough, come, I think like Monday, you know, the, the dominoes started falling. Um, people got to start taking this seriously. So the, I know that, I think they're meeting today. I think they're having a, like all the, the, the owners, the big, you know, they're having like a huge, you know, zoom call or whatever to kind of go over stuff and to try to figure out what's what happened. Um, you know, people just gotta, they've gotta, you know, I don't know what Shane Bowen did. If he went off the reservation or if somebody, his family went to, a, you know, if, if, if these guys want to play football this year, they got to play by the rules and that's, that's what it's coming down to and people have to be strict. Some coaches, it seems like Vrabel is, seems like one of those guys that might not might find it more of a, a hindrance, and, you know, just did not want to take it seriously, but everybody's going to have to take it seriously. That's just the nature of the beast right now.
1: Did you guys see the update today that the Titans had their second day of no no positives? So if everything goes well, they should be able to practice tomorrow and, and should be able to play the Bills. Um, I was listening to sports radio yesterday, and they were uh, there's a report. I should actually follow up, try to read more about it. But there was a report, I think, in the New York Times. Uh, it was not a, it was not a, a sport, uh, outlet that, that coach, uh, Bowen, that they had photos of him at a practice on the sideline and with his mask around his neck talking and yelling at players. And, you know, the first question that comes to my mind in all of this is how are there, you know, we see Cam with the Patriots, um, the the guy in the secondary, I'm blanking on his name with the uh, with the Falcons. You know, we've seen a couple of isolated cases, but then it was the Titans was like, oh my god, this thing is like two here, two here, three here, four here. Um, and to Rob's point, that that's more than than Vrabel's. I, I, I thought the same thing. I thought that well, this is a pandemic. I felt like that's a bit of a cop out. I I think it's a disservice to the other 29 teams that haven't had this come up at all. Um, they are doing the work. They're doing what it takes to stay safe. And the Titans didn't. You know, to me, I thought that was an opportunity where Vrabel could have said, we, we blew it somewhere. We blew it. You know, I'm going to go back and I'm going to review and we're going we're to follow up and we're going to talk about these things and, and make sure that doesn't happen. Um, but I think the Titans are, I think they're lucky. I mean, I, I don't know how you guys feel, but about probably Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I was like, dude, is this going to be the thing that blows up? You know, potentially the league, or they have to add another week on the end of the season. Or people are people going to have to forfeit games? Somebody at some point didn't take it didn't take it as seriously as they should. And uh, I think the Titans dodged a major bullet. Now, hopefully, it'll be kind of like the Marlins, and and uh, Mar- Marlins will soar. The Marlins, the Cardinals, these teams that made some really bad decisions early on, um, and they learned from them and they recovered, uh, and they are able to finish their season and. And the Marlins made the playoffs because they will soar. Um, but it's uh, there. I, I think the Titans are on thin ice, and I know the league has talked about they are they're they're not going to be afraid to dish out some penalties if if something like this should happen again. And I wouldn't be surprised if it happens again. Or depending on later on in the year, I, I think they're going to. You could be looking at potential draft picks being lost. Or I don't think it's just going to be a, a slap on the wrist. Here's a fine for you. Uh, so I, I'm i hard on the NFL, I'm hard on Goodell, but I got to say, I, I think that they, for for a situation that no league has ever had to, to manage before until this year, I think the NFL is doing a pretty dang good job for 32 teams with a lot of people, uh, a lot of staff, a lot of players, not inside a bubble. Uh, we've made it a quarter of the way through the season, so I, th- I think overall they're doing a good job
0: for uh, like a game that is going to be postponed, I kind of think that, you know, just like all things considered, you know, uh, like a team, like I think like in the NFL's eyes and, and plus, of course, I mean, like I know that you don't want this to ever happen to have like an outbreak like this, but to kind of look out in the NFL's eyes of having, oh, we'll just push back the Titans and the Steelers, you know, like that's not a game that I don't think anybody really is going to, you know, miss in the long run, you know, like unless you're a Steelers fan or a Titans fan, you know, but I mean, like you were talking about how you know, the Titans kind of lucked out with this whole thing, you know, hopefully it's contained, like hopefully it's not spreading as much as it has been. But, you know, like I think the whole, you know, Patriots thing too, with Cam Newton getting COVID, you know, that's kind of mind blowing to me that he's the only one that got it. So like, I don't know if, if, you know, he's been isolated this whole time or, you know, or just like maybe having, you know, like zoom meetings and like, he's only on the field, you know, like maybe throwing to people, you know, like I have no idea what's going on there. But, you know, like if you were the NFL, God, I mean, like imagine uh, postpone or maybe even cancel like the Patriots and the Chiefs when Patrick Mahomes is your, you know, like he's your cash cow at this point. So, you know, like I kind of have a feeling that, you know, like if the Patriots had more outbreaks, you know, like I think that the NFL like would be, you know, like more upset about that than you know, oh, just like the Titans and the Steelers going on. Yeah. Well, like, if y'all know what I'm saying, yeah, like everybody wants to see Patrick Mahomes, you know, like up against Bill Belichick. And, you know, like that game, you know, like last night was, you know, like, I mean, it was all right. You know, like the, I mean, like, I, you know, I thought it was a little bit closer than it was. And then all of a sudden, you know, like the Chiefs kind of blew it out, but, you know, just to see, you know, what they would have done if the Patriots, you know, couldn't play and they had to go a week without Pat Mahomes or Pat Machines as we like to call him at this point. You know, like I think that's kind of like also money driven as well, because, you know, like he is the focal point of the league at this point, you know, five hundred million dollars. He's on every single commercial I I find, you know. So, you know, I think everyone's kind of dodged a bullet if everyone is kind of telling the truth about this whole situation, because then, you know, like that also is kind of a thing to me, too. It's just like, OK, well, you know, like we've always seen some shady stuff with the Patriots in terms of, you know, like deflate gate or maybe you know, like Robert Kraft going to a massage parlor, getting a little, you know, happy ending or whatever else. It's just like, there's always,
2: by the way, that kind of went away. <coughs> yeah, totally.
0: It? For, yeah, for sure. It's just kind of disappeared. And I'm just like, Oh, what funny how that works. Oh yeah. I know money, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you kind of always have these, you know, these, I mean, these little shady storylines every single year with the Patriots and, and if Cam's is only one that got COVID awesome, you know, they found it early. They isolated him, Great. Hopefully nobody else has it. But at the same time, you know, I kind of just have that inkling in the back of my head, being like, okay, like, are we being told the entire truth about this situation? You know, just to get that game on the field, because yeah, like everybody wants to see Belichick versus Mahomes, you know. So that's the way I see it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. The league did not want they did not want to have to miss that game, and I think if that was the the Eagles, you know, Texans or you know, a, a game like that, I think it, I, you can't deny that that would have been looked at in a different way. Um, I've heard a few people bring up the question, well, wait a minute, the Titans, how do we know, you know, some of these positives come, come up later. How do we know that the, the Patriots aren't going to have any other positives, which there's some validity to that. I, I think the biggest difference is that there was only one positive on the Pats and there were, I think initially, what was it? three Titans and maybe one or two coaches. I think that's where it started. Um, so I wonder if going forward, uh, if you look at Atlanta and then you look at, at Cam with the Pats, maybe if you maybe if you just get one and then you get all negatives, maybe they're going to let that, that go. Uh, maybe when, you know, if you start getting two, three, four, and it includes the coaches, that could be the, uh, maybe the kiss of death as far as, um, you know, not being able to not being able to ignore it. Uh, but I agree with you. you. You can't you can't put to the side that Mahomes is the face of the NFL right now, and they wanted that game to happen. Um, and they moved uh, uh, Romo and Nance to Monday night. I mean, it was a huge. They wanted they wanted that game to happen, and it was it was a decent game. I mean, Brian Hoyer, my God, if if, if he he single handedly kept them out of the game being close at the end. Now, selfishly, that's who Denver plays on Sunday. So I'm actually pretty, I don't want anyone to get COVID. Um, and I hope, I know that I really hope Cam's okay, but if he could come back on Monday, I don't think he's going to be able to play on Sunday, but I'll take it.
0: All right. We have the NBA finals also, and, uh, we're just going to touch on this uh, very quickly. Um, I think the gameplay has been absolutely outstanding. And, you know, like I think all the NBA games inside the bubble have been very competitive and plus like everyone's playing hard because, you know, because at this point, i mean, like, well, like nobody has to travel. It's just like essentially play ball recuperate. And now like they're down to the last, you know, like X amount of games, you know, depending on if, if uh, the Lakers can close it out, but man, watching Jimmy Butler the other night was unreal. Now I do think the Lakers are going to win the next two games. Because I kind of, you know, like had a suspicion. Yeah, like I think the Heat are going to win one. But like the reason why I say this is like for some reason, like I know that guard from Miami, uh, Tyler Hero. He's great. Great three point shot. He has the most fucking punchable face I've ever seen in my entire life. You know, and like when he made that little snarl, like at the end of the game, I'm like, cool, man, that's great. But I just want to fucking sock you in your nose right now because it's just like, yeah, I mean, like you're, like you're still down two one to LeBron James and, and like Anthony Davis, and I totally forgot about Dwight Howard. You know, I mean, he's still around. Like he's still, a, you know, built like a brick shit house, and he's pulling down rebounds. So uh, yeah, like I just think that the Heat got their only game that they're going to get on him. and plus, yeah, like I think that start by Tyler Hero that's going to be. Uh, absolutely a bulletin board material when it comes to uh, like LeBron James. Like, I don't think LeBron's going to let the heat win uh, win uh just like win another one. So that's my two cents in the final. Rob, what do you think?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, Jimmy Butler just literally put that team on his shoulders. What, what little of it I saw the other night and then I went back and watched some of the highlights, but there's so many injuries on that team. And I, I you know, it, it what's, what, what is it? Uh, is it two to one?
0: Yeah. Two, yeah, two, one, two one. Yeah. Lakers. Two, one.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, I think Lakers take this one. They're, they're just bigger, faster, stronger. They're healthy. They're deep. There's just, you know, and it, and it has, it's, it, you know, I, the, the, the playoffs have been great from what I've seen. And, the, the, you know, it seems like the finals is always like, uh, doesn't necessarily always pan out, you know, it's not as exciting. Um, at least it seems like in the past couple of years. And, th- and it's been good basketball, but I, I just, when I heard it was, you know, the Lakers and the Heat, even though the Heat had been playing great, I just like, man, there's just, there's just no stopping the Lakers. And that's why I've just kind of been dipping in because, you know, I don't want to see a, I don't, I didn't want to see a team get swept in four games, which obviously that's not going to happen, but, but, you know, good for LeBron. I mean, I like him. He's a great player. It's a great team. Um, but, uh You know, if if they were to lose this, if they were to come back, if he were to come back and win the series and win the final, it would be the hugest collapse in sports history, or
0: one of them. I don't
1: see that happening.
0: Uh, Like more so than the Falcons in the Super Bowl. More so, I think. More so, yeah.
1: You know, I I I turned on um, because that game was Sunday night, so I think I flipped over from the Sunday night game and saw that the uh, uh, from from Sunday night football flipped over and saw that the heat were up and I was like oh okay because after those first two games I, I didn't watch a bunch but it was like it I told Rob it was tough to watch because it, it, it wasn't even a game I mean they were the, the heat were just absolutely getting destroyed <clears throat> so I watched for a bit the heat were up and then when I flipped back over the Lakers, I think they'd been on that 8, 8 or nine zero run and they tied it up. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Um, it was pretty a pretty uh, gutsy performance by Butler and the team to, to get that win. <clears throat> but I, I, I agree with you guys. I think it'll be, I think the Lakers will take these next two. Um, my favorite thing that happened in the short time that I watched that game was they called traveling on LeBron James um, two times in a row. Yeah, I think, was it two possessions in a row? Oh. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. Which was amazing. Yeah. The the second one, the first one, I feel like he didn't argue at all, which I was shocked. The second one he did. And then when they showed the replay, I was like, dude, you like, like took a, you just took a stroll after you picked up the ball. Um, so I was, that actually made me really happy because I non-traveling calls in the NBA is, is one of my greatest sports frustrations. Um, so I, I was, I was glad that they called that.
2: Yeah. You literally have to do a cha-cha to get stopped nowadays. And that really, (laughs) you know, it's just ridiculous. I, I agree with you. That's one of the reasons why I don't love the sport as much as I have, because just the officiating and has allowed that play to kind of, you know, be allowed. And it just, it's like, man, that's why we have rules, you know, I don't know. But yeah, that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah. So I think game four is actually tonight. So by the time this pod drops tomorrow, I guess we'll know what's going to happen with that. But, um, but yeah, like, it's been awesome basketball to watch. And uh, yeah, like, I don't think the Lakers had their game plan kind of go their way like in the last game. Because, you know, because of course, like if you notice like the first two games, if if Duncan Robinson is on the court for the Heat, which like he's a great three-point shooter, like he's just like, like, just, like catch-and-shoot guy, great. But for some reason, like whenever the Lakers always switch on a pick-and-roll and you had the matchup of Duncan Robinson and, and LeBron... Like everybody just cleared out, and it was just like one big ISO. And of course, like Duncan Robinson has no fucking chance trying to trying to guard LeBron James. So yeah, like I think if they kind of go back to that game plan, well, like if the Heat will let them at this point, then obviously, like I think the Lakers are going to roll. But it's, def- it's definitely going to be interesting to watch uh, Game Four tonight. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Lakers and the Heat. Pod damn uh, it, pod damn it, All right, welcome back. It's time for everybody's favorite segment of the week. It's time for Pod Dammit And Joey, you're up first today. Uh, you haven't had to uh, deal with any, uh, Broncos woes. It seems like Joey Podama time. Let's go.
1: All right. Well, finally Denver won, So it doesn't have to do with the Denver lost or, or Denver, Denver lost or Denver injuries. Uh, mine's pretty simple. Fourth and one. This goes out to college NFL high school Peewee, anyone that's going for it on fourth and one. I love it. Be aggressive. Everybody should be able to pick up a yard. But when you take that snap out of freaking shotgun, you immediately turn fourth and one into fourth and five. And last time I checked, five is more than one. I checked with you know a couple toddlers out there and they confirmed that five yards is more than one yard. So stop doing it. It drives me crazy. The conversion rate is so freaking low. You know, if, if, the, the defenses, are stacking the defensive line. They're all expecting a run. If you're going to do it, and you want to fake a handoff and throw, fine. But I it it blows my mind the number of teams still, and I've seen Denver do it. Rob and I watched it on. Uh, I think we saw the Raiders do it on on Sunday. It happened last night. I I I, I it's so frustrating. Even if I'm not, I don't. Even if I I, I hate the Raiders, and I still got frustrated watching it because I'm like, that's such a bad call. You're giving these. You're, you're, you're asking guys to get five yards instead of one. I, 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 I don't get it. Pod damn it. Stop doing it. Quarterback sneak, fake handoff, a run, throw a, throw a, a, a bomb, try to throw a touchdown pass. I don't care. Stop running on fourth and one out of the shotgun and a very small pod damn it next to that. That's growing week after week. I don't know how many y'all saw, uh, Patrick Mahomes little fake flop on the sideline um, to pick up the 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 fifteen yard personal foul. He's a good kid. I like him. I feel like his he is starting to wade into that um that Brady, uh Rogers, you know, the really great quarterbacks. They just kind of let throw themselves down and, and they just get a fifteen yard penalty every time. Um and that one sucked. That was actually a pretty big, pretty big deal breaker. Uh, for the pats as was the bad call about um, him being down uh, before he fumbled so that's a pod damn it patrick mahomes machines not yet dude you're too young you're rich as hell granted but uh just just chill out dude chill out
0: all right well pat machines come on man don't go all uh, euro soccer style on us that's not good like, I guess I'll go next. Um, I just have a, a, just like a couple small ones. Uh, first off, I guess this is just not sports related, but uh, we actually have a, a zoo membership to take my daughter t- to the zoo. And like, we normally go about once a week. It's awesome because like, because like they require masks and you know, like you can distance yourself. And plus like, if you go like around like nine, nine thirty in the morning, it's, it's, you know, not that busy, which is great. But the last time we went to the zoo uh, last week, um, it, uh, like it was the first time I saw a kid with a rat tail in like 10 years. And, and it was the most confusing thing I've ever seen. And like, it was this, this couple that, you know, I mean, so I mean like one of their kids had a rat tail and then like they had their other one on one of those backpack leashes. And, and of course I'm just thinking like, you're not giving your kids a really good chance to succeed in life with a rat tail and just, not, you know, being a good enough parent to just, you know, rein your, I mean, like rein your child in. Granted, you know, like I know it's, you know, like there's some times that you're just like, okay, like I can't, you know, like get my kid to calm down, like to run in a muck, blah, blah, blah. But it, be, God, it's just embarrassing to see a kid on a, just like a leash. Like, I don't know why. It, like, it just gets me. And then also, yeah, just fucking cut your kid's hair, please. Like rat tail. Like nobody wants to know how long it would be if I didn't cut my hair or if you didn't cut your kid's hair it's trashy. Just stop, please. That's my just social pod. Damn it. And one and, well, thing like my other one is, you know, like I'm tired of seeing like all these videos of, you know, uh, of of like high school football games. And, and uh, like we were talking about uh, uh, like college football games in terms of COVID protocols and stuff. And then like, I guess like this goes for like if you're going into a restaurant or a grocery store or just wherever else, gosh, please. Like if I mean, like, I mean, like if you're required to wear a mask, just fucking wear it. Don't be a hero. Just just wear it. It's fine. And don't make that argument of, oh, well, like the cheerleaders on the sidelines are wearing masks. Well, yeah, they were probably told like they didn't have to, but you were in the stands. So just shut the fuck up and wear a mask. It's not that hard. I just don't get it. Just be an adult. You know, what I mean, like we see like SMU, they had to kick kids out of the stands for, you know, what I mean, like violating. Well, like their protocols and stuff by probably like once again, like getting too hammered and not like wearing masks and not socially distancing, just deal with it. Stop trying to be like, I'm going to buck the system. Just do it. Who cares? Stop trying to be a hero. I'm just like, I'm just tired of these, you know, like idiotic parents who just think they're above everybody else when I'm just like, hey, yeah, it's for safety. It's fine. Yes, I know we're outside, but even if, but even if we're outside and you are required to wear a mask, just wear one. It's fine. It's fine. Fucking deal with it. Hopefully in about, you know, five or six months, you don't have to do it anymore. Next football season, God forbid, because you can't live without Friday night lights. Who cares? Sorry. Just, just wear one. Sorry. I don't know. I'm done.
1: You never, you don't, you never have to apologize on pod. Damn it.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. uh, that's very true. Oh, and, uh, and like not trying to be really mean or anything, but I mean, like, have you noticed like all these people who like refuse to wear masks for some reason? Like they all kind of look the same too you know, like they all you know just have that vibe about them like you know oh yeah i don't wear a mask
1: but i won't you know, I, they, I won't live in fear i won't live in fear
0: he's my president all right rob go ahead all right my
2: pod dammit this week uh, is not a necessarily a personal affront anything that well i guess it is because i love football and i want to see uh, high level elite play every week but my pod dammit goes out to the NFC east we're a, we're a quarter of the way into the season and it is an absolute garbage fire, and it seems like this has been a seems like this has been a, a, a an ongoing trend. So I made some notes on some things. I'm going to run down each team here from the NFC East or the NFC Least. Am I right? Um, sorry.
0: Uh, Can I mute you since we're on Zoom right now? Yeah. (laughs) Please do. Okay.
2: (laughs) Philly leads the division at one, two, and one. They have a tie, and they lead the division. Think about that for a second. They almost lost that that shitty game they played against a really bad San Francisco. And granted, they have a lot of injuries. But did you see the lineman when they were, when San Francisco at the end of the game when they were trying to come back and win? They were down like on the one yard line, and the yard and the lineman when the refs turned around, he pushed the he pushed the ball back about half a yard. Yeah, gotta love that. Um, yeah, congratulations on that win and being number one in that absolutely dreadful decision, uh, uh, division. Division. Uh, so you get, uh, you get Pittsburgh next on Sunday. So enjoy that. We're really going to see how the sausage is made. What, enjoy watching Wentz's knees get turned to fucking Pringles crumbs. Just play, you know, all I got to say to Doug Peterson is just play Jalen Hurts. Just get him in there. He's your only hope. Uh, Dallas. Wow. <coughs> Gave up 307 yards on the ground. And, that, and Chubb got hurt in the first half. If he had been in, they probably would have hung over 400 with an extra touchdown. They're, they're just That de- defense is just terrible. Here's some stats on Dax, which you guys may have read this already, but I, I have to repeat it for our past receivers. Uh, for only player in history, only player in NFL history to throw for 450 yards in three straight games. First time it's ever happened. He's also, two of those games, uh, they lost. He's the only guy to do that, too. It's amazing, unbelievable, and
1: it should it should be three. Yeah, it should be three.
2: Yeah, the only reason they lost to Atlanta is because of that screw up they made on their end. So yeah, that that was just absolutely craptastic. I mean, I, I don't. I really I don't know what to say. I honestly don't. Like I almost feel like Jason Garrett was on the sideline at the time. Like it was just horrifying to watch that. And I got to give props to uh, to uh, LSU alum. Uh, Odell Beckham, that 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 was the play of the season so far. That that end around sweep for a touchdown, unbelievable. Hats off to him. That was the best play of the season so far. Washington football team, no one cares. <laughs> None of the networks show your highlights because there aren't any. Uh, Haskins is terrible. No one cares. All right, this is my this is my favorite highlight of the week because the the Giants. I think they're actually statistically worse than the than the Eagles, which I don't know how that can be possible, but they are. Um, You know, uh, and speaking of Giants, Jason Garrett, now they're OC. They ran a pass play the other day where no receivers went out for routes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Pretty amazing. Uh, I I just, I feel bad for him because Saquon's out for the season, and, you know, he obviously won't play. I I wouldn't, if he asked for a trade, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame him at all. That would be a total dick move, but he's a good kid. But if he did it, I w- it wouldn't blame me. I wouldn't blame him at all. But yeah, I, I Garrett's your your OC, and uh, I don't know, man. I, I, he just looks like the shitty older brother of of Andy Dalton. Like he just, I just find I have a hard time taking that guy seriously. But my favorite thing that happened uh, was the brawl at the end of the game. Do you know why this happened? No. Oh, it's, no. this is so no. good. I, I, I didn't realize this until I started doing some digging on Sunday night. So, you know, Golden Tate, wide receiver for the Giants, Jalen Ramsey, quarterback for the Rams, they're from Nashville. They both played a good pasture, I believe. I know, I know Tate did. I, I'm pretty sure Jalen Ramsey did. Jalen Ramsey got Golden Tate's niece pregnant. She has two kids by him. He broke up with her last fall. So what did they, they, and I guess he's been like, I guess he started dating some like stripper or dancer from Las Vegas and he's been all over the socials with her. So there's obviously this family beef that's going on. So that was, that was the reason that brawl started. And not only did that happen, uh, he waited for him. He waited for Tate at the locker room door after the game. Oh, and by the way, the Giants have scored only three touchdowns in four games. So NFC East, let's uh, let's lock it down, guys. Let's start playing some better football because that is just garbage city. All of it. It's just fucking terrible. Start playing like, I know, again, I know it's COVID. I know we've had no preseason. But come on. That is just garbage. All of it. Please start playing better. And I am not sorry. (laughs)
0: All right, <laughs> God, that was a good one. Sorry, I hope it didn't sound like
2: some guy to come calling into Jim Rome for a hot take, but I had to take some notes because it was just—it
1: was good, man. No, you were, you were, you were. It way was more. just
2: one thing after another. I was just like, how, how bad can it get? that it just everything about that conference is—I mean—that division is just god awful so far.
1: Yeah, that stat about what are they equal to? OBJ had three touchdowns, and the Giants have three all year. And that's in this is this is a through four weeks. This is the the most offense I believe in NFL history. It's like it's the most oh, scoring yeah. offenses at an all time high.
2: Anybody want to take 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 bets on who the what the what the winning uh, record for the NFC East is going to be? I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going hard. I'm going to go seven and nine.
1: Mm. Or seven. I, eight, I say.
2: Eight. I say. I say Dallas wins it with a seven and nine.
0: Because I was going to say six and ten.
1: I, six and ten would be a first. I. I, I don't think <clears> – <throat> I know the Seahawks like seven or eight years ago won – Eight and eight? No, they won it seven and nine.
2: Oh, seven and nine. Yeah, yeah that's that was right. The,
1: that was the beast mo- thought run.
2: Beast mode, um, yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, six and ten, that would have uh, <laughs> – I, I would kind of cheer for that. Just and maybe they'll just cut that. Maybe they'll just get rid of all those teams. America's team.
0: The Cowboys meme is gonna have like 10 quarterbacks on it that says like just still checking to see if Cowboys in a room like last year. I mean, I'm not, I mean, wrong. I
2: mean, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. That, that is some of the worst football I think any of us have in all our collective years have, has watched. It's really bad.
1: It's terrible. Across the yeah, board. Sure. I, I mean I mean truly, the, the only I will say that if there's one positive to come out of that entire division um, and I'm not just saying this cause he's a fantasy quarterback. I know he's yours too, Rob, but it's pretty fun watching Prescott in the oh, fourth yeah. quarter, especially coming back. I mean, he, he just takes it to another level. Um, but it's equally as horrific watching their defense, uh, putting him in that, in that position every week. Um, but it's, my gosh, man! I mean, I love football more than just about anything. But if there's a Giants Washington football team game, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. But I'm gonna for sure be doing something else at the same time.
2: Yeah, I mean, and just think about the Eagles. Like they're, they're two and a half years away from being in one of the best Super Bowls I've, I can remember in years. They had a, they had a great team, and it is, it, it is just, they, that was horrifying to watch. That game, that San Francisco game, was just. Terrible. God, it just there's every every team. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, everybody's got, you know, a few highlight, you know, players that are that are doing well, but across the board, that's just some of the worst football I've ever seen. So it's
0: tightening it up, boys. Yeah, that wraps up our week eleven podcast. You can follow us at one more pass on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh yeah, Joey Rob, do you have anything to say to our loyal pass receivers? Joey. Wear a mask. wear a mask rob wear a
2: mask uh don't block the box when you're driving in intersections that happened to me twice yesterday it's infuriating you know when people pull up to a red light or to a green light and they're trying to get through the intersection and they block it going past it oh god that drives me crazy don't do that
0: we'll see y'all next week